Hey friend, welcome to Grow Black Girl Grow, the podcast, the place where mental health meets evangelism. My name is Kiara, mindfulness coach for Christians, as well as wife, mom, and speaker. If you have ever found yourself in a place of overwhelm, stress, isolation, and stagnation, then know that you are in the right place, at the right time, doing the right thing, following after the heart of the Father. Together, we will spend our time learning how to truly write the words of the Lord on our hearts. I want to trust God and believe in Him, but I can't stop thinking about my situation. I've known God for years, so why do I still doubt Him? Why am I constantly still stressed, even though I know God gives me peace? Why am I feeling uneasy even though I have been redeemed? Why is my mind constantly somewhere else during prayer, reading my Bible, spending time with my family, and I can't focus? I never have time to myself to be in complete silence listening for God speaking. I'm experiencing so much anxiety and I wish I was more connected with God. I am always overwhelmed because my mind is constantly thinking about my never-ending to-do list. I can't let people know that I don't have it all together. I know on the outside everyone believes I am fine, but on the inside I am crying out for help, but can't build up the courage to ask for help. Hey friend, welcome back. If you are new here, hello, thank you for being here. If you are returning, hey friend, thanks for coming back. So today we're going to talk about 10 signs you should hire a Christian mindfulness coach. And I want to know, did any of those thoughts, did any of those words that I just said resonate with you? And clearly, I can't see you, but feel free to send me an email or even head to the show notes and book your free call and let me know which one of these thoughts resonated with you the most. And I will be honest and say that all of these thoughts have been a part of my train of thought process in some shape or form. So be encouraged that you're not alone. Be encouraged that there's no shame or no guilt when experiencing these thoughts or any form of these thoughts, because that's what they are. They're just thoughts. They don't make you who you are. God does. Okay. So that was my encouragement for today. We're done. We're totally done. Like we can just end the podcast there, (laughs) but we're not. Today, I really want to talk to you about the benefits of having a mindfulness coach. So in last episode, we really just like broke down like what is a coach, the different types of coaching, what is the difference between therapy and coaching. And so if you have not listened to that episode, like you don't have to necessarily listen to that one before you come back here. But if you just feel like you need a working definition of what coaching is, absolutely go to that episode and understand just the differences between all these different types of coaching and, you know, the terminology, all the things to give you more context if you feel like you need it. But if not, you know, keep listening. So today, the benefits of having a mindfulness coach. And as I said in last episode, the type of coaching that I practice is 
mindfulness coaching, specifically Christian mindfulness coaching. So research has shown that being more mindful helps a person to improve their mental clarity, their relationships, their emotional well-being, and uh, research also proves that it can like help with um, high blood pressure, um, you know, anxiety, stress, overwhelm, all of these different things because mindfulness is really just about grounding yourself. It's, a, it's about coming out of your head, out of your thoughts, and really focusing on the present. And I know it probably like may sound like slightly counterintuitive because it's like, well, why would I come out of my mind if it's called mindfulness? But the process of being mindful is just allowing you to take your mind, take your awareness and focus it on something else, not on the thoughts that are passing, not on your train of thought that is just going and going and going. It is just allowing your mind to focus itself on something beyond your thoughts, something outside of your actual human experience. So this type of coaching allows you to not only address the challenges of this world by controlling your thoughts, your emotions, and behaviors, but it also allows you to deepen your faith so that you can represent God in all areas of your life. So what a Christian mindfulness coach can help you do is we, or I don't even want to say we, because again, I, I low-key feel like I'm on this this uh this branch by myself (laughs) so what i what i can help you do as your christian mindfulness coach i can help you strengthen your christian mindset i can help you identify and uproot conditioned thoughts that are stopping you from walking in the authority of christ and really discover how you can let go of the fear that is holding you back from believing in god's truth because as i just mentioned when you experience life through your filter of the past or even your filter of the future, your future desires, it can not allow you to be grounded and to be centered and to really see that, you know, like where God wants you to go and what it is that he wants you to say and do and how he wants you to show up. Because sometimes these thoughts that seem true. And it's only because we've been thinking them for so long. We've been thinking them and having them replay in our minds for so long that we're like, well, yeah, this is my truth. This is absolutely the truth. This is absolutely what I know because when I was this age, this is what happened. And so, you know, therefore this, that, and the other, but it's like, how much of that do you really remember? Hey friend, have you found yourself experiencing fear, doubt, feeling stuck, or even lonely consistently? These feelings may be a direct result of the anxious mind. Studies have shown that anxiety disorders are the most common illness in the U.S. with generalized anxiety disorder, or GAD, affecting 6.8 million U.S. adults. That's 3.1% of the population. And you guessed it, The majority of those who suffer are women. If this number covers all U.S. adults, can you imagine what that number is for Christians? That is why I created my workshop, Finally Free. 
How to Exchange Your Anxious Thoughts for God's Everlasting Peace. This free workshop will transform your relationship with your anxious thoughts so that you can have the peace of mind you desire. Discover how to get grounded by changing your thoughts so that you change your behaviors and show up as the empowered and confident woman of Christ you are predestined to be. Visit growblackgirlgrowcoaching.com forward slash finally free or check the show notes to get instant access to this free workshop. See you inside, friend. Like seriously, how much of that experience do you really remember? Because now you're an adult and now you are recounting the situation as your adult self. So some of these details are probably, you know, a little gray, a little missing, a little exaggerated, you know, all the things and that's fine. So let's go ahead and find the facts and then leave the rest so that we can really, really help you rewrite that thought and really take on God's truth for your life and, you know, move forward. So that is number one, the first thing that I can help you do, strengthen your Christian mindset. Uh, The second thing that I can help you do is to develop a consistent Christian mindfulness practice. So with being a mindful person, uh, you know, mindful Christian, mindful woman, mindful mother, however it is that you would like to spin this, um, a part of this, or at least my particular practice is actually having a mindfulness practice. So having a consistent Christian mindfulness practice can help you become more present by improving your mental clarity that, that we talked about earlier, improving your emotional well-being, and also improving your relationships along with the other benefits that was mentioned a few moments ago. So when you develop this consistent Christian mindfulness practice, you will be able to let go of the brain fog. You'll be able to let go of indecisiveness, confusion. And we know that God isn't the author of confusion, right? You'll be able to hear the thought. You'll be able to notice that thought and notice the lie, notice the um, exaggeration or the misconstruedness of it and say, no, I do not accept this. I do not have to attach to it. I do not have to make this a part of my identity. And you have to develop a practice. You have to develop something that will be ongoing so that when the lie of the enemy comes, you you will be so your innate response will be so used to a certain way of thinking because of your practice that anything that comes against that practice, you'd be like, oh yeah, no, mm-mm. no, this is not of God. This is not who I am. This is not what I believe in. This is not what I know that my father has called me to believe in. So therefore it's null and void. So the third thing that I can help you do is deepen your faith. Again, we talk about Jesus all day here. That is our purpose. That is our mission in life. And so I can help you deepen your faith by discovering your identity in Christ, by learning Christian values so that you can develop self-confidence and self-compassion to blossom in your authentic relationship with the Father. So I know that was like a lot of words. So let me just kind of like step back and, and break it down a little bit. 
we hear identity in Christ so much. Like that is just like a buzz phrase. Um, however, I believe just me personally, I believe that people don't really understand what that means. They say it without actually understanding what it means to have an identity in Christ. So when we think about identity, it is a lot of I am, right? So I am, well, no, actually, I'm not even going to say that because I have been challenging myself to change the way I introduce myself. And so some something that I have been doing so that I can continue to reprogram my, my brain and my way of thinking is who I am is the daughter of the most high God. Who I am is who God says I am, right? So all of those things that are in the Bible, all of those promises that are in the Bible, that is who I am because I know that I am a being wrapped in flesh to serve God's purpose. However, the titles that I get to steward in this life is wife, is mom, is daughter, is mindfulness coach, and so forth and so on. So I know that It probably sounds like a lot, but as a person who experiences anxiety, who experiences overwhelm, who even experiencing uh, some type of high functioning and high performance results oriented personalities, all these personalities, your brain attaches to information in absolutes. And so um, you have to give your brain the right absolute to attach to versus giving your brain um, an absolute that the, I don't want to say normal because honestly, we're all normal. Like this is just the way that we process information, but the average person, we'll say the average person. So my husband is considered the average person. He does not experience anxiety um, in the way that I experience it. And it's like super random, like extremely, extremely random when he experiences anxiety. So he can say, oh, I'm a husband, right? He can say those things um, without it being meaning, like without it having so much power uh, attached to his identity, without it having a, a stronghold on him versus me, like not granted, I can say I am a wife because I am, um, I am and I can also say that I am a mom, right? However, I know that sometimes that way of thinking, um, even just having that thought like come out of my mouth can help me or it can allow my brain to sometimes think that that is only who I am. So like if it's a challenging time in life and motherhood season, Sometimes my brain won't allow me to go to uh, what I know beyond. It won't really allow me to remember the good times sometimes, right? It'll just make me think of the the low moments because I'm having such a challenging time versus remembering like all the good times and all the times that I have progressed and have done all the things. So like if I um, just feel, like feel bad sometimes about um, – just like my motherhood journey and like, oh, dang it, maybe I should have like uh, told RJ something in a different way. Or I know I'm like coming up with an idea here on a spot. I didn't I didn't really think this part through. My bad. But <laughs> if I am talking to my kids and if if I personally feel like I could have said something in a different way or I don't know, 
like giving them fruit instead of uh, candy. You know what I mean? Like then sometimes my anxious mind will attach to the the bad thing. Like, oh, I'm a bad mom and oh, I'm this and oh, I'm that versus if I begin to reconstruct I steward the title of motherhood. That's not who I am. I steward that title. It allows me time and opportunity to detach from I am a bad mom because I don't say I'm a mom, right? I, I steward the title of motherhood, but I am not a mom. I And I know that sounds like crazy because I am a mom. Clearly, I had these two kids. Um, you know what I mean? So clearly, I am a mom, but it's just giving your brain the opportunity to see that I can detach from such like extreme absolutes because who I am is a child of God. Who I am is a being who is wrapped in flesh, put on this earth to fulfill a greater purpose. So therefore I cannot be a bad mom. That is not who I can be, but who I can be is, you know, my humanity made a bad decision and that's fine. We'll fix it next time, right? When you begin to reconstruct your mind and give yourself space and opportunity, your anxious mind has no control. The devil has no control over you, therefore leading you down this dark, dark rabbit hole of loneliness and stuck and uh, there's so much like, oh my gosh, there's so much I can't wait to unpack in these next few um just few episodes here, but that is just like just a just a smidget um, of all the things that I want to talk about. Uh, so yeah, that is talking about identity in Christ, and so that all goes back to being able to have uh, more self compassion, right? More positive self talk, uh, just being more loving and kindness to yourself, because you know how to reconstruct your thoughts, how to tell yourself who you are and how to defy who you are not. And so the last piece is anxiety management strategies. So I can help you with anxiety management strategies. I can help you create routines around mental wellness, physical wellness, self-care that will support your overall well-being so that you can learn how to implement these coping skills for effective management. And again, I know that was a lot of words. So anxiety management strategies and consistent mindfulness practice are... Uh, in my mind, two separate entities. Um, And it is because the Christian mindfulness practice solely focuses on spirituality, biblical practices versus anxiety management strategies does all the things that helps your humanity, right? Helps your your brain um, develop and process. So that is why they are two separate entities in my practice. So, okay, so... These are the four things that I can help you do as your Christian mindfulness coach when you, um, or if and when you decide to come into my my practice here. And uh, here is how, right, we can help or I can help you do these things. So that was a what, now here's a how. The how is to set effective goals and then achieve them. So as discussed in the last episode, a coach helps you set goals and gives you accountability and support to achieve those goals. So when you and I sit down and chat, we will talk about, um, and then we're going to talk about some goals and then we're going to set action steps uh, to achieve those goals. And number two is to get tools. So as I stated, I've gone through 
uh, different types of certifications so that I can fill my toolbox and be able to effectively teach you and mentor you and coach you through. And I will give you certain tools to allow you to achieve these goals that we have set. The last part is that accountability. So we will have frequent check-ins and there is a way for you to access me and we will just talk about, you know, like what's happening. What are the thoughts that the enemy is sending you? Are they thoughts of doubt? Are they thoughts of fear? Like sometimes thoughts of fear, thoughts of doubt, and even thoughts of control can be masked in certain ways to where we don't even think that that's the feeling that we are experiencing. Usually we notice the behavior first, we notice the aftermath, and then we work backwards. And sometimes the thoughts aren't even easy to pinpoint. It's usually the behavior because that's something we can physically see. That's something that we can um, physically feel in our bodies if you are in tune with your Uh, body sensations and how stress and overwhelm and anxiety shows up. And that is something else that we will, we will talk about because most people don't know how um, it affects their physical bodies, but you know, that's just what we will do. We will set these goals and uh, outline steps to achieve them. And I'm going to give you the tools so that by the time you leave me, you will be able to coach yourself. And that really is the purpose of a coach. It's not so that you can lean on them. It's not so that you can feel like they are your crutch, but they're supposed to give you things so that when your time has ended, you can go and be successful and do the things that they have taught you and coached you through, um, along with the tools, the resources, and the materials that you are given to really uh, reinforce that learning, to really reinforce the things that was discovered the, the insights that were gathered in the sessions. So that is our episode for today. Don't forget to uh, book your call and let me know which one of these thoughts at the beginning of the episode resonated with you. And also don't forget to sign up for the workshop, Finally Free, How to Exchange Your Anxious Thoughts for God's Everlasting Peace. I absolutely think that you are going to um, really enjoy what that workshop has to offer because it kind of gives you more detail and insight into what I discussed in the deep in your faith, um, portion. I know I kind of like went off on a tangent, but I just get so excited and I just get so, um, I just get so energized. One, when I talk about Jesus, y'all know I love Jesus. And whenever I get to talk about mindset and mindfulness, because like when I found out about this work, I was mind blown. But then when I found out how I can use mindfulness to be in connection with God and really grow my faith and really uh, understand the Bible more, I was like, what? this is what I've been missing all my life, like (laughs) purpose. Okay. So yeah, make sure you go to the show notes, do all the things, um, and make sure that you leave a review. Like I would love to hear what you have to say as the podcast is beginning to unfold and really take shape and, um, again, walk in purpose. So I would love to know what you thought, what blessed you. And yeah, I can't wait to chat with you next week. Thank you for spending this moment in sisterhood with me. If you were blessed by this episode, let the sisters know. Leave your testimony on Apple, Spotify, and Google Player. 
As always, if no one has told you they loved you today, know that I love you, know that Jesus loves you, and all are welcome at the table. Keep growing. Peace and love, friends.